If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill's the best dentist I've ever gone to. He's the only dentist I've gone to for the last 26 years. I talk about him every day, not because he needs my help. I talk about Dr. Mike O'Neill and the people at Today's Dentistry every day because you need my help. If you've got questionable dental health, it affects your overall health. I want to help you live a better life. Dr. Mike O'Neill can help hook that up. Give him a call, 317-849-2933. Chris Ballard, he spoke to the media a little bit earlier today. You know he's the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, the NFL scouting combine in downtown Indianapolis. So there's Ballard talking about stuff. Frank Reich's going to discuss things a little bit later today. Let's talk about what Ballard had to say. One piece of concrete great news for the Indianapolis Colts that Ballard shared is that Anthony Costanzo is coming back. The starting left tackle for that terrific offensive line coming back is a big deal, and it's a big deal for two reasons. Number one, he's one of the better left tackles in the game. Number two, you don't have to use draft equity or cap space to replace him. So you can use the draft, you can use free agency to plug other holes. We'll talk about those other holes in a few minutes. It's good for Quentin Nelson because he likes playing between Ryan Kelly and Anthony Costanzo. That's a terrific left side of the offensive line, maybe the best in the NFL. Plus, we like Anthony Costanzo. He's from up there in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and uh, a Cubs fan. And say his parents owned a restaurant for a period of time. Nice. We like Anthony Costanzo. Good to still have him in the locker room out on West 56th Street. Ballard talked about whether the locker room is ready to accommodate a big-name free agent. I do. we got good guys. Um, we got a good locker room. I mean, I... You know, we talked a lot about the end of the season. We need a little more friction yep. um, happening, and, and Lord knows I've, I've uh, had a lot of talks with our players about that. But I think you can say, I mean, like, all right, let's just take defensively. I mean, that was almost a complete, you know, starting over from scratch defensively. Not, not 
from a player standpoint can play, but from a schematic standpoint. Um, so we knew it was going to take time. So between Autry and Hunt and Houston, they were able to help, you know, bridge some gap as we continue to draft, you know, and, and develop players. Um, but our locker room is, it's, it's outstanding. They work, they got good guys, and they do things the right way. So I do, I do think we could handle He also talked about the quarterback position. All right, so at quarterback, what you got? You, you have some guys who maybe can play, right? You've got Jacoby Brissett, who maybe can play, and maybe he can't. They're going to have to figure out some more things. That's what Chris Ballard said today, that they've got to figure out, they've got to really dig deep in the evaluatory process to figure out what they've got with Brissett. They were 7-9 and nine last year with Brissett as the starting quarterback. He didn't play all 16 games. But the, the Colts, they started 5-2, and two, and then they kind of fell off as, as the season went on, whether that was because of Brissett's injury or whether that was because of wide receivers getting injured. I don't know. But that offensive line was intact, baby, for 16 games, and that doesn't happen very often. And if you're a quarterback behind an offensive line, starters the entire 16 the entire 16 game schedule you should play better than Jacoby Brissett did last year so the Colts got to figure out do they sign a free agent quarterback do they go after one in the draft he was asked about Jordan Love the kid out of Utah State Jordan Love I really like he was asked today Love was if he's getting sick and tired of talking about his interceptions his reply was if I didn't want to talk about 17 interceptions I shouldn't have thrown him I love this kid. That's the best answer to a bad question I have ever heard in my life. I'm all in for Jordan Love. I don't know whether you've got to spend the 13th overall pick to go get him or whether he's still going to be available at 34. But what Ballard said is that you've got to hold to your evaluations. You can't push a guy up the board just because you might have a need at that position. He won't do that. So he's going to hold firm to what he believes is going to happen in that draft. And if they can get a guy like Love at 34, okay. If they can get a guy like Eason at 34 or at 13, maybe that's okay too. What I'd like to see him do at 13 and what I think they're going to do at 13 is go get a defensive tackle. Defensive tackle makes this thing roll. This 4-3 rolls with a dominant defensive tackle. Are you going to be able to sign Chris Jones in free agency? The Chiefs are definitely going to want to bring him back. They've only got $16 million in cap space, though, so they're going to have to make adjustments to their roster in order to accommodate Chris Jones, either as a franchise guy or as a guy who they invest a long-term deal in. If they have to let him go, here are the Colts with $86 million in their pocket to go spend on an asset like Jones. I would also like to see him go take one of these guys in the first round at 13 because taking a defensive tackle at 13, you might get the best guy in the draft. You're certainly going to get one of the best two players at that position in the draft with the 13th overall pick. I like taking a defensive tackle at 13. There might be a couple available that Chris Ballard will covet. Uh, Very deep wide receiver depth in this draft, according to Ballard. And what does that mean? When he says the, the talent level is very deep, what it means is why spend a first-round pick to go get the equivalent with a third-round pick? That's what I would expect. He said that the quarterback position is kind of deep in this draft. It's going to be an interesting draft, going to be interesting in free agency. Um, he called uh, Jordan Love very talented. 
obviously. He's a talented guy. In 2018, he was terrific. 2019, he threw 17 picks. So which guy are you drafting? They had a lot of turnover at the receiver position from 18 to 19, and so that could be part of the equation. But let's not make any excuses for the guy yet. He's not a Colt at this point. He was asked about Andrew Luck about 12 and a half minutes in to the Q&A, and he said Andrew Luck's retired. That's it. That's what we said yesterday. Jim Irsay, we know Jim Irsay, he tries to hope things into reality. That's what billionaires do. They say, I want this, or I want this to happen. And usually, with the kind of money available to Jim Irsay, he can go make that kind of thing happen. Not with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck's going to stay retired. I told you that yesterday. Uh, no update on Vinatieri, whether he's going to come back. He's rehabbing the knee. He's going to see how it feels. Uh, I would be surprised if he's the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts headed into the upcoming season. Why would anybody believe that he's go- going to be healthier in 2020 than he was in 2019 at the age of 47 or 48? You don't get healthier. Injuries take longer to heal. The recovery period is elongated. Playing at the age of 48 is damn near inconceivable, even for a kicker. Let's talk about college basketball. I just think it's fascinating. This season of college basketball is extraordinary to me, especially within the Big Ten and the Big East. Uh, the, The prognosticators, right, the bracketologists, they all think that 10 teams are going to the NCAA tournament out of the Big Ten. If the tournament started today... They've got 10 teams in, almost all of these guys. They've got seven teams in from the Big East. So one of the points of differentiation that I have been asked on Twitter to kind of peruse and examine the unbalanced schedule in the Big Ten that doesn't exist in the Big East, right? In the Big East, you've got 10 teams, so you've got nine opponents. You play each opponent twice, home and home. And you see how it goes. Everybody's playing the same conference schedule in the Big Ten You've got 14 teams, which means 13 opponents, which means you're playing because of the 20-game schedule, conference schedule, you're playing seven teams twice, and you're playing six teams once. And sometimes that unbalanced schedule causes a little bit of mayhem, but not really this year. It's really pretty well balanced. I was looking for teams uh, who only have to play Nebraska and Northwestern once because they would have an inherent advantage, right? Or teams that have to play uh, Maryland and Penn State once. Purdue is one of those teams that only had to play Maryland and Penn State once, but they also had to play uh, everybody but Nebraska, Minnesota, uh, Michigan State, and Ohio State twice. So it's not like they got to play Nebraska and Northwestern twice. That would give them a definitive advantage. With Indiana, they are playing or will have to play or did play Illinois, Northwestern, Rutgers, Iowa, Michigan, and Michigan State once. Not much of an advantage there for Indiana. Granted, uh, you know what? Playing a team like Illinois once That's not bad. Michigan once. Michigan State once, although it seems like Indiana recently has owned Michigan State. Anyway, the result of this was that really nobody has gained a tremendous advantage through the unbalanced schedule 
And isn't that, uh, isn't that kind of odd? And what it did was kind of render my investment of time in, in pursuing that line of, uh, uh, of thought, it, it rendered that time wasted because nobody is really too terribly advantaged by that unbalanced schedule. The Indiana Pacers, they take on the Charlotte Hornets tonight down at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. 7 o'clock is game time. As we've discussed, Jeremy Lamb, he is on the shelf for the foreseeable future, and that meaning maybe as much as a year. He tore his ACL. He tore his MCL. He's got a fracture in uh, some bone in that femur kind of knee network of bones. That isn't good. It's going to take a long time for him to come back, and that's a shame because this was shaping up to be a terrific season for Jeremy Lamb, and who's being counted on with Victor Oladipo coming back to be a key component of that second unit. With him gone, all of a sudden, there's opportunity knocking for Aaron Holiday. Is he going to be able to take advantage of it? I like Aaron Holiday. I think he's a badass. I think he's a, a kid who's got a lot of uh, moxie who believes he belongs on the floor and believes with the ball in his hand he can score buckets on the defensive end. He's a tough-minded kid. I like Aaron Holiday a lot. I think the Pacers roll over the uh, Hornets tonight. They're coming off that loss against Toronto. They got beat by 46, so they've got to bounce back tonight, and I think that's absolutely what they're going to do. The Combine continues in downtown Indianapolis, and that's where this thing should stay. Indy does these events better than anybody. You go to a place like New York. You go to a place, where else are they thinking about having the combine? L.A., for God's sake. You go to a place like Dallas. There is all this sprawl, right, with Indianapolis. You get to stay in a hotel that is always, no matter what hotel you stay in downtown, you're walking distance from Lucas Oil. You can walk right there to the convention center, easy peasy, and from a lot of hotels, you never have to go outside. You're in a habit trail the entire way. Indianapolis makes it easy. There are restaurants, there are bars, there's fun to be had downtown. It's all right there. You take a cab from the airport, it takes 12 minutes. All right? Indianapolis makes this simple. People like simplicity because here's what happens with simplicity. You're efficient. You're spending your time doing what you want to do instead of sitting in a car or sitting on a train or trying to figure out how to get from here to there. People who went to Dallas for the Super Bowl, they saw what that looks like. It's no damn fun. In Indianapolis, everything's fun. The whole system of Indianapolis, the the construct of this town was created for exactly this kind of event. You never have to dick around with traffic. You never have to dick around with public transportation. You're always where you want to be in Indianapolis, and that's why this thing should be here. Yeah, there are cities that are a lot glitzier than Indianapolis. Sure as hell, that's true. Anybody who's been to Vegas can tell you that. Anybody who's been anywhere can tell you that. But there is no place built for a convention like Indianapolis. It is perfect For the Combine, it is perfect for the Final Four. It is perfect for the Big Ten Tournament coming up in a few weeks. It is perfect for the Super Bowl. It's perfect for the NBA All-Star Game, which is coming up in just under a year. This town is the perfect host city for every major sporting event 
on the calendar. And if you don't believe me, come visit. People like uh, the guy from Yahoo yelping about Indianapolis hosting the All-Star Game next year. I guarantee you that he's never spent any length of time in this city because if he had, he'd have kept his mouth shut and he would have understood that this place is perfect for it. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent, 8 o'clock at Facebook Live and then at 8.15 on Periscope and Twitter. You can get it on YouTube too. We do it all over the place. It's a show so nice. We do it at least twice. I love it. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is ready for you. 317-849-2933. Join me tomorrow morning.